Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum It's LA Clips Forum With Jesse and Brian Welcome to the LA Clips Forum My name is Brian Andrew I'm here with my co-host Jesse Sandoval, what's up guys? So this is going to be a Clippers appreciation episode Because, you know, we only have so many days before training camp we only have so many days before the preseason so we're gonna and we just broke ground in our new arena so you know what this is, we're just gonna have this we're gonna have this episode dedicated to our appreciation for the clippers franchise uh how do you feel about this new arena jesse oh i felt absolutely terrible no i'm just kidding it was amazing <laughs> um it's our new home um it's something, I don't know, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's historic, you know, like I'm part of, uh, I like, I get to say like to my future grandchildren, I was there, <laughs> you know, <You're> right. <laughs> I, I saw like all the news on it and it was just, it's going to be great. It's going to be our own stadium in a brand new city art stadium, you know, um, I'm looking forward to it. The design look looks really cool. Uh, actually, I was told by uh, one of the one of my coworkers in corporate that uh, my company is trying to bid to uh, provide the cement for the for the facility. So, you know, oh, man, are you gonna are you gonna like? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some like secrets in the cement. <laughs> I'm like throw some throw some souvenirs in there. <laughs> you, are you gonna are you gonna like kiss it and then put like and then you're gonna, gonna have like, my, my Paul George like poster just like I'm gonna throw it in there just like <laughs> some blessings. <laughs> um, yeah, you know I'm I'm like watching the Steve Ballmer speech. It was re- like because you know like I grew up in the Donald Sterling days, and we were talking before the podcast started, kind of. Uh, and I was like, you know what? Like, I was a kid and a teenager, so it's kind of very naive to like wh- who Donald Sterling really was. And but and, and if I was old enough at the time, I probably wouldn't realize how much of a POS he was. Mm. But like, I didn't hear it till later though about you know about like the uh, stuff and like uh, kicking people out of apartment buildings and all that, and you know the racism stuff like that stuff like i found out as an adult and then it made me really appreciate steve ballmer <clears throat> so no, i i absolutely agree with you i i think uh we kind of discussed this a little bit earlier you know steve ballmer's and i i got a a good i got a good feeling with steve ballmer when he took over the position one i, I learned a lot of stuff when he t- was at microsoft and what he did mm-hmm. um I think, for example, when he was on Microsoft, the the Xbox, you know, 360 was a huge hit, but it had like a major setback, which was the red ring. Right. Right. And it was plaguing the whole console system. Everyone was experiencing it. Your, your console was just left useless once you get it. And, you know, one guy came up to him saying, like, this is what's going to cost to, you know, repair all these. And it was like a huge loss. And he, without hesitation, the guy says, like, Steve Bomber just said, do it. You know, we got a reputation to uphold, and that's what we got to do, you know, in order to please our customers. So he took a major hit, you know, just so that way Microsoft could, you know, continue to have a reputation, a good reputation amongst their customers. <clears throat> so 
it seemed like he translated that a lot of the attitude, you know, and business, uh, business aspect into the ownership of, of the Clippers, you know, like how he came in and didn't really say like, Hey, I'm taking over Doc Rivers. You're no longer the GM. Uh, you're going to stick to being coaching. He did that, you know, later on, but he allowed Doc Rivers to be in that position until he felt he had enough knowledge <clears throat> and understanding of how to uh, operate a system, you know, operate yeah. this organization. <clears throat> And then, you know, his willingness to incorporate a lot of the culture of L.A., not the glit and glam, you know, that everyone sees, um, but more of, like, the grit and grind. I know that's the Grizzlies (laughs) 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 motto, but, like, L.A. our way was, in my opinion, a lot of people say it was corny, but I really enjoyed it because it was, you know, the blue collar. I really enjoyed that, like, that mentality of this is the blue collar Clippers, you know, like. This right. isn't like the glamorous, you know, showtime. This is we're going to work our butts off. We're going to do what we have to to get to where we need to be. And like he also incorporated, you know, a lot of the cultures in the inner city, like graffiti, you know, the Los Angeles logo that, that he had. That was kind of that was like graffiti inspired. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, growing up, I was really into graffiti. I And I still am just, you know, there's some artists I still follow. But it was really cool to see that, although it was like too much standard is for me, but I can appreciate <laughs> the effort, you know? Well, I saw some people mention, and, uh, and I think just Edward even kind of mentioned it. He's like, Hey, if that's something that is going to be kind of the identity of the Clippers, we should just go all in and make those Mr. Cartoon jerseys, our home and away jerseys. And they come up with new alternates, you know, like we should just go all in on that. Like we have a white one and a black one. Like mm-hmm. we, they should, I'll be honest with you. We'll talk about rebranding later. I kind of like want to kind of get away from the black and white. Like I've always thought black and white is a really cool color scheme in terms of fashion and all that when it's just black and white, mm-hmm. but like the fact that it's red, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of weird to establish black and white being a Clippers colors when like red and blue are still very foundational. If that makes sense. <laughs> to me. Yeah. Um, like, and like getting into like, I want to, I want to talk more about the positive. So like, just to kind of like, like obviously when you do a project like this there's some skeletons you know every professional sports team has some skeletons you know it's not saying steve Ballmer has them but just in general you know like this may lead to gentrification this may lead to uh rent rising in the area and people losing their homes and stuff like that and the clips at podcast goes a lot deeper into it and i'll be on just because i'm on a podcast and i have a platform doesn't mean i know everything so I would say they would know more than I would in, in addressing this issue. And, and, you know, but Steve Ballmer, you know, uh, providing $100 million, $100 million to providing affordable housing. Uh, I think 30% of the jobs will be going to Inglewood residents. Like, you know, that stuff kind of seems like it's just going to be a bandaid on what could possibly become a larger issue. But in turn, but like putting my Clippers hat back on, <laughs> you know, like we were, as a franchise, we would never be able to succeed and be happy if we were always at the Staples Center. And the yeah. Staples Center themselves have their own skeletons, you know? So as tenants of that arena, we, we are just as um, just as responsible or have to hold that accountability for the stuff that the Staples Center did as well in that area. Yeah. So, so 
And to be honest, like the SoFi Stadium has already probably put a red flag in terms of all the, uh, all the negativity that this could bring into the area. We're just kind of like, you know, uh, participating more now in it than actually uh, causing a lot of it. Uh, it. But, you know, I could be totally wrong. I could be off base on that. And I'll admit that. I don't know. Mm. Um, but you know what? Like people in the area, maybe their houses will, like uh, I think uh, Brian, uh, Brian Cullen said on the Clips of Podcast, you know, some people's houses could increase in value and you could sell them and make more money that way. So that's a positive, you know. Yeah. Uh, some businesses might do better. Some businesses might... Uh, have an issue uh but like in terms of like steve Ballmer, like you were saying is like the attention of detail that he's putting into this place the fact that he's visited a ton of arenas he visited certain fan bases and learned like what are the positives in these certain areas and what do they do well and how can i incorporate that into the arena like having uh the wall where there's going to be no suites it's just going to be a wall of clipper fans on the visitor's side of the bench um uh having a, a ton of toilets so like you could you could go take a piss real quick <laughs> i think it's like 27 <laughs> toilets per fan oh so, really i didn't know that so like yeah so he said there shouldn't be any lines you should just... take a lot of water before a game <laughs> <laughs> like, well since i have 27 of them <laughs> might as well put it in use <laughs> i'm gonna use all 27 uh, <laughs> i'm gonna Good thing I saved those 27 dumps for that <laughs> for that game. Uh, but so so fans so PC wants to make sure fans are in the stands and like uh the fact that he's uh, incorporating this area that he wants it to be successful, he wants the Clippers uh to be able to have priority in the schedule because he could have just like, you know, like Donald Sterling just sat back and just like uh, you let it, uh, this is it is what it is. I'm going to root for him. I'm going to try to build the best roster I can. But in terms of scheduling and you know having an arena, who cares? You know, I'm not going to put my own money towards that. He could have easily done that, and we would have still sat here and be like, well, that's still better than Donald Sterling, you know. So yeah, uh, no, I absolutely agree. It's the whole topic of gentrification is a really difficult issue because um, it's like hard to avoid it anywhere the stadium is built. You know, it's <laughs> it's going to influence it in some way. It's, especially in LA, where there's really no like empty place for you just to put a two billion dollar stadium at. You know what I mean? So like, there's you, a, it, <laughs> there wasn't an easy way to doing this. Well, uh, one thing I do hope though, and you know, I'm not too sure if I haven't watched all the interviews of uh, Steve Ballmer, but one thing I really do hope is that. You know, they follow suit. They they kind of follow the Fal- the Atlanta Falcons. Um, you know, uh, what they did with their stadium. You know, their food prices were uh, street cost. They weren't the the prices weren't increased on it. So, a hot dog you find on the streets, you know, it would be the same cost inside a stadium, okay. which was so which is great. And it was really equal friendly stadium. So. <clears throat> I was, I'm really hoping that we go in that direction. Um, I think it'd be great. Imagine like the hot dogs, like $10 outside the street. <laughs> just, just like, well, yeah, I don't know. Like, like uh, for one, on it, by, by LA prices, you know, it's like, if Steve Mom was like, I just bought a hot dog off that, off that corner and it was seven bucks. So I, not, I don't know what to tell you, Jesse. <laughs> like he's like got the words as he eats his hot dog <laughs> and he's like luckily i have 27 toilets because he gave me the shits 
<laughs> but like, but yeah, this is this is a big deal for for us as Clipper fans. You know, a lot of people are you know are gonna hate on it, and you know, especially like the Laker fans bringing up like gentrification and stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, most yeah. I, I would say most Laker fans are Dodger fans, and <laughs> both those stadiums don't really have a both those teams have their skeletons in their own closets. So yeah, exactly. You know what my favorite thing was? There was like a. You know, someone posted like this is LeBron James at a at an away stadium. You know, imagine what this will be in the Clippers. And it's like LeBron James like walking through an alley and everyone's trying to reach for him. And I literally cut like in my head. I just like remembered, didn't they like cross out like his picture like on a on a graffiti with with Kobe Bryant and like <laughs> yeah. Magic? Like they used to hate this guy so much, and now like it, they love him. You know. It, it is what it is, and to be honest, like he's the most recognizable athlete in sports. It has nothing to do. Like I'm not okay, maybe not the most recognizable in sports. Well, you can make the case he probably is actually. Yeah, so, I, I'd argue. Yeah. So so like obviously he's he's you're at the tunnel, and you have a chance to high five the quote unquote best basketball player in the league or whatever. Mm-hmm. you're going to reach out your hand you're not going to be like oh well, look at that laker <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's not like jared dudley jared... <laughs> you're, you're gonna catch a la clips for him just like reaching out to LeBron James, like hey, LeBron. Hey, LeBron. like it's not like it's jared dudley like <laughs> like hey like when jared dudley walks through the through, through the tunnel you cover your kid's eyes hey don't look at him you know <laughs> Like we don't we don't we don't talk about that guy, and that's a former Clipper. <laughs> like I don't I don't recognize that year he was on the Clippers. There's just some guy on the bench who was supposed. Remember, I remember Jared Dudley was supposed to come into our on our team, and I believe he was supposed to start. Like we brought him in to be like a a sharp shooting a, a, a sharp shooting a sharp shooting three point shooter. And all he did for the rest of his career just sit on the bench and write books or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. The guy's a jerk. I don't like him. Yeah, (laughs) he's a meanie. Yeah, yeah, he's a meanie. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm really, I'm really stoked for this new stadium. Uh, Those are two things I want to go to is, you know, the new Clipper stadium. And then I'm a Falcons fan. So I really want to go to see the new stadium, the new Mercedes Benz stadium. I know. Yeah, I, I, I still need to go to SoFi and stuff like that. I'm a Rams fan, so uh, my uh, my coworker went uh, for the Rams and Bear game. Well, and how'd that go? He said the stadium was amazing. Like, I I have people who are taking who have taken pictures there and said like, you know, it still looks like the rendering in their photos. Mm, that's really cool. And, yeah, and like, on speaking of the Clippers and the what kind of the SoFi thing, it's like. Uh, the Clippers are going to have like a Halo scoreboard themselves, and they're going to be the only NBA team with that. And oh, that's, that's cool. kind of that's kind of cool. That is really so cool. I, I do I do think like at that point we're going to have the best arena in basketball for how many years until someone builds a better one? You know that's just how it works. And it's going to be really exciting that the Clipper and hopefully at that point either the Clippers have won championships and we're bringing them into that stadium or into the into the into the into it dome or. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that season we have a championship caliber team. You know, like my my only concern is at that point for whatever reason, you know, and maybe maybe the the Clippers are cursed or something. Is that when we for whatever reason the timing doesn't work out and we end up 
having to put a put a team there that's just not winning basketball games. Like, if we're not going to be winning basketball games, hopefully we're still a playoff team. Mm-hmm. But like for whatever reason, we'll just say Kawhi never recovers. Paul George has his own injury stuff, and none of these young guys develop into something good. Then we're gonna we might accidentally kind of be in a rebuild going into that. Like my thing is, even if Paul George and Kawhi are kind of past their prime in terms of being talented at that point, for whatever reason, maybe it's injuries or something like that. Mm-hmm. If I was Steve, Steve Ballmer and I was Lawrence Frank, I would still say, hey, let's just resign him. Let's just at least let's go into the new arena with stars on our team, regardless of if it's going to be worse for us or better for us. You know what I mean? Like, in my opinion, it would be really painful to finally get this new arena and we don't have a playoff caliber team to to open it up. Well, I'm going to speak positivity, Brian, and I'm going to say <laughs> Kawhi is going to be 100%. <laughs> Paul George right. is going to be great. You know, I, I'm really hoping that we get this, you know, somewhat of a Cinderella story or we get our own stadium and we win a championship. Oh, well, hopefully know? we're bringing three championships into there, you know? like That'd, be, just... that'd be amazing. Honestly, yeah. like... I have so many tattoo ideas if we get to the championship, but I'll wait for that oh, for the next yeah. for another episode. But um, uh, we, we got some, and I'm not gonna lie, I stole I stole one of your ideas. And if I think I it's less about the Clippers winning a championship at this point, it's more about us getting these tattoos. That's <laughs> true, <laughs> honestly, because they're so cool. Like in my they're in so my, good. These yeah. ideas are so good. And uh <laughs> With enough with enough uh, feedback from fans, maybe we'll tell you guys. But we don't want these tattoo ideas stolen. If you ever, if we ever say on this podcast these ideas, and then you see somebody else do it, because we know for a fact no one's thought of this idea. <laughs> these ideas. <laughs> yeah, my permission to hurt them. No, I'm just kidding. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, but let's let's talk because like one of the things I notice mm-hmm. is when we looked at the Clipper Arena renderings from. Uh, uh, and by the way, if you, my dog is having the zoomies right now, so if you see her or hear her right now, if you see her, it's the audio podcast. <laughs> it's, that's how meta it is. Um, if you hear something, that's that's her just losing it. Um, we looked at the Clipper renderings, and it had like that really like what we consider, you know, not ideal Clippers logo on top of it. But now with the Intuit Dome or the Intuit company basically having the name rights, it's now the Intuit Dome. And has that logo on top, which gave me hope <laughs> that we might get a new logo. We might get a new color scheme. We And like, if you guys haven't noticed, the LA Clips form, we use the San Diego color scheme. We use the blue and orange, you know, I believe. I don't know what season wore those jerseys. Those are city edition jerseys. But I, I would like to think that I don't speak on behalf of Jesse, but that's the color scheme we would hope for in the future. I absolutely agree with you. I love that color scheme. I love the San Diego color. Uh, oh, I love the San Diego Clippers logo in general. Like, oh, I do too. It's, it's so indie and hipster. I love it. <laughs> like, right. um, and I really hope that we go towards something of, you know, of that nature. Uh, I'm not in love with the LA Clipper logo that we have right now. I'll be honest. When I first saw it, and they did the, the grand, um, um, I want to say reopening, but it's not reopening. But it's uh, I, I, the announcement of their new logo and how they showed it with Blake and so, uh, so I it used was to terrible. Do, I, I used to do this thing called the gray the gray area TV, and I used to like you know like 
kind of like sneak myself into certain things and ask people questions on a whiteboard or I'll ask some questions real quick. And like none of these interviews were official, but I called them interviews, you know, and uh, I was able to get like Katina Mobley at that. uh, So basically, I I think I took a day off of work or something. And I said, I'm going to go to all these spots. The Clippers are saying they're going to have all these people. Right. And I ended up running into Doc Rivers, Steve Ballmer, Katina Mobley. I think those are the main Clippers that I ran into. So, you know, only one. And so it was really cool. But I, I uh, Fox Sports interviewed me. And maybe I'll find the video. It's when I was I was much fatter. <laughs> like you, <laughs> my, my, my chins were my, my chins, were, my chins were killing it that day. <laughs> and and, uh, they're like and they're like how do you how do you feel about it you know i'm a clippers fan you know i can't go on the clip i can't go on uh local tv and just shit on my clippers but i didn't like the logo i didn't even like the new jerseys you know i but i was like oh they're all right but you know i like the classics you know (laughs) but really what i wanted to say yeah it aired and i think i have like a little video clip of it uh i'll have to find it maybe i'll post it on the la clips forum or on yeah, twitter and yeah um i might not have the video i might actually just have the the picture steal of it or something like that okay because uh, i think i said i did the interview and then it was like live so i think i told somebody like hey like this might air or whatever and i think someone took a picture i don't know i have to look back on it uh but yeah i was on like fox sports at the time and uh yeah so uh, I'm really hoping that, you know, that would be almost almost a decade of the mm-hmm. new logo. Uh, so by that point, hopefully we have a new logo. It'd be cool if we have a new color scheme, new jerseys. But you, you mentioned the Rams did that, right? When they announced yeah. their new stadium and when they opened their new stadium, they opened a they showed a new logo, right? Yeah, because I remember the Rams actually had a, an issue with the NFL because the Rams, when they came to L.A., was like, hey, we want to officially establish, like, our L.A.-ness and wanted to come out new new uniforms much sooner. But the NFL said, no, like, you're not coming out with new uniforms. And then they said the best that we could do is let you throw, wear your throwback uniforms, like the with the yellow and blue Mm-hmm. uh a few a few times a year and then eventually they allowed them to wear them at every home game and then eventually it became like oh you can only wear them certain dates again and then they said and then when the rams were able to move into their new arena the nfl granted them the ability to come out with new uniforms i don't That's know cool. especially in the nba where you're coming out of new city edition jerseys every year and stuff like that i don't think the nba is going to be like oh you like and plus like the clippers have kind of had these uniforms for a very long time now yeah so i i don't know i'm um, kind of tired of them i just want them <laughs> I just, I, I, you listen to this podcast please do me a favor like i i understand if you like okay i don't want to shake off the red and blue fine you know i would prefer if it was blue and orange and i think like uh me and you will talk about this later but like <laughs> I'm, i guess i'm just talking out loud on the podcast about uh, our future of our podcast if we move into the 2024 arena and we're still in blue and red then maybe we'll change the color scheme of our podcast then because then it's official that the clippers will probably never go back to the blue and orange but until then i'm still rocking the blue and orange hoping that the clippers will eventually go back to blue and orange i, or, hope so too. I think yeah. it's unique i i think it's different i think uh, i i 
I've seen how they've done it in the past and it works. You know, they can make it work. Uh, make sure you make sure you find someone that's like established in their career at graphic designing, not, sh- not straight out of community college, you know, <laughs> making that like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, so bad. The guy like put his whole heart into like, it. Oh, it's gonna be so good. It's a little like, this, little that. <laughs> like, I'll be honest with you, like the LA, the LA, and then with the C around it. I don't hate it. I hate it. Absolutely. I, but I hate the fact that it's got like that basketball around it. And the fact that the LAC logo should be like, it looks like a secondary logo. It looks like something like high school Jesse, who was into graffiti, would have done like when he first got <laughs> yeah. into it. And it was but, like, oh man, I can make this all work out, you know? Like, it doesn't look like a basketball logo, you know, like how the Grizzlies have a bear and like the LA has, the LA Lakers have the ball. Like, it, it just looks like a secondary logo. It looks like the logo that you'd put like on a on an alternate jersey, but you it wouldn't be your main one. Like it still looks like, you know, when you're creating a team on a sports game, like you're still looking for your primary logo, you know. And <laughs> um, I, 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 but the thing is, I understand if they don't want to go back to the script, uh, like cursive writing on the jerseys. Even though uh, I, yeah, I, 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 get that. I would love that, but uh, that is very Donald Sterling era. And keep in mind, like. That was a copy of the Lakers logo, essentially. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I have a hot take, and I, and I, and I think me and you kind of discuss this because I know a lot of Clipper fans might hate me saying this, but keep in mind, like the Clippers moved to LA without the NBA's approval, like, and ever since then, as a fan, as I've gone into it, like I've always liked the idea, that, like if they should have gone, they should like if they ever went back to San Diego or being the San Diego Clippers, and. And like when Steve Ballmer bought the team, and the sounds like, oh, Steve Ballmer's gonna probably sell them or not sell them, but like uh, relocate them. And I was like, mm-hmm. if they do, I, I wouldn't hate them. I probably follow them wherever they go. You know, if they became yeah. this, if they became the Supersonics, then maybe that might be a little hard because then it's more about Supersonics history than Clippers history, right? Yeah, exactly. But uh, but if yeah, I was like, I don't know, like whatever. You know, I didn't hate the idea that they had to be relocated. I know a lot of people in LA would have like hated that, but for me, I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. You know? Yeah. Um, if I had an option, San Diego wouldn't be that bad. Seattle wouldn't be that bad because it's really cool to visit those places. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of glad, uh, you know, Steve Ballmer decided to stay put. I, did, and, I uh, agree. Keep LA. But I do keep think, the, like, if, like, for example, I think the Agua Caliente Clippers uh, logo is actually not bad. It's similar oh, it's to a lot better. we have now, but it's got just a, just a C. It's just a normal C, and it kind of creates a wave, and it makes so much more sense than the fucking logo we have now. Uh, excuse <laughs> my cussing. And... and uh, but I would like us to show a little bit more. Like, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before is like showing respect to the San Diego roots. And I think like we could build a fan base there by proxy because like we're on Valley Sports San Diego over there. Uh, we have the history of being in San Diego. And if we could adopt those San Diego colors and come out even with like an alternate city edition jersey that says San Diego on it. I, I think, like like I said, we could get people in San Diego because, like, I'm sure, like, the Lakers channel is out there, that Time Warner channel or whatever, maybe in San Diego. But, like, for a fact, I know Clipper games are broadcasted in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're in San Diego and you buy YouTube TV or something and you get the sports channel, you're watching the Clippers. So, like, there's a young fan base there that it's like, oh, like, even though this team doesn't play in San Diego – 
we could, I could, I'm, I grew up a Clippers fan because they were always on and it, the, the games are only a two and a half hour drive away. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I really think the Clippers should, because I think in my opinion, we fit the LA thing hard. We're technically in LA already. Why don't we celebrate the San Diego roots more? And basically build two fan bases in Southern California to our best ability. Obviously it's not going to be perfect, yeah. but like, you know, like basically like we're just a coast right away from being in the same place. And I think that the Clippers played more preseason games in San Diego would, would help a lot too. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that would be cool to have something like that, <clears throat> you know, uh, especially playing preseason, uh, not preseason, but like spring a training camp. You know that sort insane. Oh yeah, like 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 for example, the Rams uh, have their training camp here in Irvine, and they allow fans to go to it for about two weeks. I'm not saying the Clippers have to open up their training camp to fans necessarily, but like if you had your training camp in San Diego instead of Hawaii, like I understand. Like, didn't they have their training camp like a couple years ago in UC Irvine? Yeah, uh, they did, and I I went to it. It was really cool, Mm. and um. So if you had like a couple open practices in San Diego too, and some fans could go to that and stuff, like that, I I just feel like San Diego is such a unique part of Clippers history, and I think if we embraced it more, and but maybe I'm just you know preaching to the wrong choir here or something like that. But I I, I in my opinion, I think like if we come back with the blue and orange color scheme, we maybe add a San Diego City edition jersey. And I, I think that would be that would be really cool. That's how I would rebrand the team. Now I don't know I I don't know how, what we would do in terms of logo. Like I I don't know, but I'm sure we could figure something out. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it's just exciting overall. You know, this future the future of the Clippers is there's a lot uh, there's a lot of promise to it. So I'm yeah. looking forward to be a part of this you know portion of Clipper history. I get to see it. I get to see it. Um, you know, see it come from what it was before to what it is now. And then hopefully, you know, we meet our goals of getting a championship Uh, and we can get our rad tattoos, honestly. Uh, It's all about about those tats. Grandpa, where'd you get that leg sleeve? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the Clippers didn't have to win 18 championships. Well, (laughs) I wouldn't have to have a whole sleeve, you know. I thought I was going to get the one. (laughs) <laughs> but, but i got a whole leg sleeve now <laughs> but yeah i'm looking forward to it um but uh, besides that you know we we just did our whole um we talked about how how excited we are uh about the future but we also have a new oh well not a new uh player yet he has a 10 day uh, he has a training camp deal right yeah he does so so yeah so yeah so we're gonna bring back I don't know if this is a a fan favorite yet, but it's a fan favorite of mine. Our live what Wikipedia read of Isaiah Hartenstein, our new Clipper, technically. Um, okay. And when we get the training camp roster, uh, officially the official training camp roster, I want us to go through some of those guys too when that comes out. But until then, we're going to Jesse. If you since you're the journalist on the show, I would like okay. you to take the reins. <clears throat> Thank you. All right. Born in Eugene, Oregon, Hartenstein is the son of a Florian, is the son of Florian, a German basketball coach. See, 
basketball is in his bloodline. And former professional basketball player, Afro-German descent, his mother is American. Uh, his parents met in the United States with his father attending the University of Oregon. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Uh, Hartenstein <laughs> joined MTV. Yes, music television has, <laughs> has, has a German, te- uh, German youth theme. Uh, what is this? You gotta look at the logo. It's so good. The QTSV uh, Quack and Brook. Uh, what is that? Is that like a unicorn <laughs> dragon? <laughs> yes. It's like a unicorn dragon with like fire breathing. That's the Clipper mascot. That's what we uh, need. I, ho- I hope that there's fans who are listening to our podcast and just chilling at home who are like, oh, I'm going to pull up that Wikipedia while they're looking at the Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, uh, so, Artland so, dragons? Dude, hey, Europeans hey, have such cool... Hey, if we try to pronounce some of these uh, European teams, we'd we'd have to sell the Clippers ourselves. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, aside from that, I'm really... I don't know. I don't know why I'm so excited about this guy. I don't know if it's just because I saw his NBA highlights from last year, but he seems athletic, can get to the rim, can evil, even do the little razzle-dazzle and like juke some guys on the way to the rim. He averaged 8.3 points, an increase from 3.5 the, pre- the previous season. He averaged 1.2 blocks. So I've never seen this guy play defense, but uh, you know stats are stats, so okay. I can, guess he play defense. Can I can I can I throw something out there? No, I don't want you to rain on my parade, but go ahead. <laughs> All right, Kawhi Leonard is a former Finals MVP. Am I right? Yes. So is Isaiah Hartenstein. He was the G League Finals <laughs> MVP in 2019. So we have two Finals MVP. <laughs> on our squad right now i don't understand how this guy's not in the starting lineup like i like sorry zoo you gotta make oh, way for the guy who's earned who's, who's who's won something hey man seriously this guy has championship written all over him i will buy his jersey once he makes it onto the roster and when cool. someone goes down you know due to injury oh, god forbid it's just like you know like a flu you know mm. <clears throat> You know, he comes in and just dominates. Hey. He's like posterizing Dwight Howard, you know, breaking glass. Just <laughs> Ty Lue's like, oh, no, we're down by 20. We're going to need to get a quick 30 out there. Hey, Isaiah, let's, let's, let's take that. Let's take off those track pants. He's doing uh, the, the hook shot. <laughs> are you looking? Okay. All right, you're on Wikipedia, right? Yes. Look at career information on the right, and it says playing career. It says 2015 to never because he is immortal. Do you see that? Wait, wait, <laughs> I where? I don't know if anybody's going to. I don't know when the podcast comes out if this is still going to be there. It says, wait, where, where's he at? So if you look at his thing where it says, you know, number 55 Clippers, power forward center, you're like all the stuff to the right. Okay. And, it's, and if you go down to career information, it says NBA draft 2017 round two. But then it says playing career. 2015 to never because he is immortal. <laughs> this is so good. I did not notice that. I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of 50 50 on him and on on him and Harry Giles, but a part of me is like, hey, I'm I'm kind of hopping on the ship right now. <laughs> I, yeah. Dude, right. get on this, get on the ship because I am taking off right now. <laughs> is, is, is there enough room for me? <laughs> we're gonna go to we're gonna we're going to Cancun and we're gonna be on a banana boat with Isaiah. <laughs> <laughs> but. I'm looking forward to it, man. I saw his highlights. Like, 
he's athletic and I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do with the pick and roll, especially, you know, if for some reason, you know, we lose, hopefully we don't, but, you know, we lose a, one of our centers, you know, he comes into the second unit and we can see the pick and roll with Eric Bledsoe and him. I think, I think it'd be really good. Um, so, who, okay. So we're, let's just say we won the championship in 2023, right? 2000, mm-hmm. We won it in 2023, 2024 season. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be on his wiki that he was NBA finalist. I'm telling you right well, now. You know, I was going to say like between him and Kawhi, I would say there's a decent chance since he's the only other finals MVP we have. He might win the finals <laughs> MVP that year. We're going to be down by one and like Tyler's going to look at him. He's like, Isaiah, I need you to go in. He's like, hey, coach, I got to tell you something. You know what I like with my coffee? And he goes in. He doesn't even doesn't even finish it. Just goes in. He goes, with a little Kareem. <laughs> <Just like, laughs> <laughs> okay, he I'm, makes it and it just wins. We're setting this up right now for me right now personally. If he does not make this team, I'm going to be heartbroken. Yeah, me too. I'd <laughs> be really he, sad, honestly. He's low-key becoming my favorite Clipper just based on a Wikipedia read. <laughs> And and or hopefully he's a if he's not on the Clippers he's an on the Agua Caliente Clippers because at least he's still in the Clippers uniform and he he's already been the goat in the G League you know so yeah this guy is gonna be he's gonna be great I guarantee it. Clippers sign him <laughs> like, why isn't he already signed <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I don't know is there uh, no just you know it's been it's been a very fun week uh to be a clippers fan uh if you want to follow the la clips forum you can find us on instagram and twitter at la clips forum uh you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts um uh yeah and you can find me on twitter as brian bear andrew or on instagram as brian andrew underscore how about you jesse uh, I haven't I'm changed a, my name yet. I was gonna uh, say, I was, you haven't changed it, have you? But uh, if you go to their bio, uh, you can find me there, and he, I'll be the one posting sad Atlanta Falcons memes because they're not doing too good right now. <laughs> All right, I have two Falcons on my fantasy football team. And... Who do you have? Well, I might in the in the, in the other league that you're not in. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. I, I have Kyle Pitts and I have Mike Davis, and I was super high on Mike Davis, and so far he's been eh, but I, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm kind of committed. So Mike Davis, Kyle Pitts played really well last last game. Uh, it looks like they're finally giving the ball. I never really understood why they didn't pass it to him. It's <laughs> like you drafted the number you you drafted this guy number number four overall uh, just to catch one catch one ball. I'm like that's not. Yeah, well, hopefully they figure it out, right? For my sake, not the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> not the Rams. I'm not screwing the Rams. They screwed me over with Sony Michaels. I hate you, Sony <laughs> Michelle. I don't, I don't, I don't want people like, hey, like you're a journalist. I don't want people shooting down your credibility on this podcast. <laughs> Anyways, I don't care because he only gets one, like, one carry per game. So, well, <laughs> Daryl Henderson might not play this week, so we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, so, if, you, if you want, so if you want to stick around there like for <laughs> for some fantasy insight, uh, nah, so. just just a just a little sneak peek. Next year, there might be a fantasy sport podcast with Brian's part of. Just saying. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, hear that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey guys, update. Uh, Steven said he's open to become a Clippers fan. Just saying. oh, so so he said, and specifically, he said. When the Clippers opened up the new arena, he will be a Clippers fan. He didn't say he may. 
I don't think he said that he may. I think he said he will be. Yeah, I think he did. So, yeah, and even if he did say may, I'm taking it as he said he will be, and it's going to be amazing. It's already already envisioned us at the gate, just waiting for him. And and, and the joke you said, right? We'll be able. We were about to walk into the gate, and we'll be (laughs) we're here. Hey, Jesse Bryan, and we're like, huh? And Steve's gonna be like, got room for one more. You know that's that's how buying tickets to a basketball game works, right? You just you just show show up whenever the hell you want. It's like it's like okay, okay. This is how I envisioned it, right? You and I are just waiting to enter into the new SoFi Stadium. Doors open. SoFi Stadium. Lights. <laughs> sorry, so, so, sorry, sorry. Sorry. The, the Clipper games all like the the crowds losing their mind in, in the into a dome, and we're in a totally different wrong part of the game. <laughs> Like why is why is there nobody at the no, why is anyone taking our tickets? <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! Oh, that just ruined my whole envision there. My <laughs> it's Stephen. Hey Brian, Jesse, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> We're like flying. <laughs> oh man, oh, I'm looking forward to it. 2024 new stadium. It's gonna yep. be great. SoFi Stadium. <laughs> See me there. <laughs> Until then, we're going to be in some hockey arena. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. You guys have a good week, uh, good week and uh, we'll, we'll see you guys next time. All right, we're out.